I am Matthew Thomas. You are watching Super Cool Radio. Got some great guests with me at this time from New Jersey. They are Oren. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank okay. you for having us. Thank you. How's it going? Hey, I'm I'm doing good. And uh, joining me at this time, we have Sarah on lead vocals, Andrew on guitar, and Lisa on bass. Hello. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Uh, pleasure to be here. So I know we got a, a whole lot of stuff to discuss, obviously, with the new single dropping and everything. But I'm going to start with a fun question to kick this interview off. So if you guys could collaborate with a living artist on, like, your uh, future song, who would it be? Hmm. <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> I think we know who you would collaborate with. I mean, just because they're kind of my childhood favorite, you know, alternative metal band, probably Aaron Lewis from Stain. That'd be cool. That'd be all right. I just always loved his voice, so. Very cool. Right, I could dig that. So for me, uh, I've been listening to like Asking Alexandria a lot lately, like their new music I really like. And I think Danny Warstop has an amazing voice and I would that would be amazing to collaborate with him on something. Another very band, yes. They're, especially they've been killing it lately too, especially with like their, uh, I think they released an album last year, I want to say. Like it was really, uh, yeah, last year or two years ago. It was really good. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, does it have to be an artist that's still active, or is this just like hypothetical? Uh, as long as they're not dead, I'll say it's good. Not dead. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think I would have to pick. It, it, this is someone who's probably not our style of music necessarily, but I think would be interesting. I, I would go with Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees. I know you were going to say that. Yeah. So, all right. Now, now, I think yeah, yeah. Really, you the right person. We could do together, you know. That's one of Lisa's favorites. Yeah, that would be an interesting uh, collaboration. Honestly, that would be cool. Yeah, right. Definitely, that would be like a genre changer for us. I feel like. Yeah, it would be an interesting song to hear Susie breaking down to some uh, metal, and to hear us maybe go a little bit in the direction of some uh, some backheaver post punk. You know, might be interesting. Who knows? Yeah, I'd be for that though. I'd be all for that. Uh, the, the one band I thought of for you guys, and I know you guys will be playing a festival with them coming up. I think you guys have Fate Destroyed would be really awesome. Oh, yeah. They're they're really good. I'm super stoked to check out their set at Blue Ridge. Yeah, that's so that's kind of like when I was thinking of this, that was like my answer that I would have for it uh, because I'm the host. I get to ask fun questions. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's an awesome suggestion. I love that one. Yeah, plus you guys got a show coming up with them that uh, we're going to talk about coming up uh, 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 in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about the killer single that just released uh, last week in the music video this week that is Over It. Uh, so how was it writing and recording this single? So this is actually our first self-engineered single. And that was an experience. 
Um, yeah, I tracked and mixed <laughs> everything. So I took all the band's parts and mixed them, and it was my first time doing it. So yeah, I learned. I mean, that's kind of was my hobby during the pandemic was just learning and trying to soak up as much engineering and uh, digital audio world stuff that I could. And uh, that's you know what I came out with. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just hope to get better and do more from here because uh, our usual experience was you know we would prepare. You know, depending on, you know, if it was months on end or we'd set a, a deadline and we'd have a producer lined up and, you know, go into a studio, all that fun stuff. And I think at this point, you know, not only for monetary reasons, but uh, the fact is, you know, hey, <laughs> I guess we've been I've been hoarding, hoarding audio gear for the past year and a half and been trying to figure it out. Let's put it to use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I think Andrew did a great, a great job with the mixing and everything. It just, I mean, the song sound, the single sounds great. Um, so I, I couldn't be happier with with his ability. He's learned a lot really fast, and it's you know he did a good job. So, that was yeah, good. thank you. <laughs> Coming from my own band, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, but if it wasn't good, you know, I would tell you. So yeah, you would. Yeah, no, we'd throw you under the bus there. Yeah. But, uh, I'm actually kind of surprised here. Like first time, actually, like uh, like for for your band, actually like mixing and producing it. It, it does sound really good. I, I I'm the host. I'm independent, so I can actually uh, give my opinion on it. Thank you. Uh, Thank yeah, you. I, I really yeah. I really dig it. We were very nervous to release it actually because it was our first um, self-engineered and mixed album. I mean, song, <laughs> not album. <laughs> We're getting that sent it out for mastering, yeah. but because I wasn't about to deal with that. But yeah, so we still had um, Andy Vendette, who mastered our last album, Serotonin. We had him come in and master over it as well, and uh, and he didn't send it back saying this is a piece of junk. You know, redo it. So that that's a good start. I mean, he's worked on so many amazing albums throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So just the fact that he was like, this is this isn't garbage. You know. Do, do it again. It was was an honor enough. Yeah, no, he's amazing at what he does, and we're we're happy to have used him again for this song. Yeah, it, it just turned out phenomenal. Just uh, and like just the whole. Uh, well, actually, I want to transition to the music video coming up uh, very soon, but uh, just like the, the whole sound, the whole like message and themes in it, I thought it was it was very well done, very well written, and uh, produced musically as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, we appreciate, really appreciate it. it. It means a lot. Of course, and so like uh, for anyone who, like hasn't listened to it uh, yet, you know, I, I featured on my show actually just last week. Um, how, how what can they expect like musically and lyrically from over it? So the song is very high energy. I like to say it's like it sounds like kind of a mix between Paramore and Trivium. That's the best way that I can describe it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the lyrics are like kind of dark and comedic and kind of just highlight how it feels to be sick of dealing with the daily grind and how it feels to be stuck at a job that you hate and just like kind of all the mindless things that you would rather be doing as opposed to being at work, which I feel like a lot of people can relate to, especially a lot of essential workers throughout the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, if anything happened over the past year and a half, we realized how uniform our kind of our lives were and how when, you know, you're not able to change, you really, really, really don't. 
I mean, maybe the only thing that changed about me in the past couple of years is I learned some stuff and I grew outwards, you know? I, knew I ate a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I grew my hair out because I'm like, eh, screw it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I do like the uh, the Paramore and Trivium uh, 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 combination. I think I, I do agree, especially with like, the hooks in there as well. I, I can definitely uh, definitely see like both bands uh kind of like a nice mashup of both bands so that that is it is really cool and i do think like the whole song is very relatable uh especially as you said like 2020 into into this year now end of this year now uh, i think it's very relatable i think a lot of people are kind of i've noticed people are making changes in their life like hey i'm tired of doing this job i want to go back to school i want to do something else so i think it's definitely very relatable to everybody yeah i think it did open a lot of people's eyes as to like how things really are and how fed up you know people have been working at meaningless jobs i mean it's also kind of an odd uh it's kind of odd at the same time too because you know you're when you especially a lot of essential workers over the past you know year and a half have been treated rather poorly to say the least Mm -hmm. and you know even when we were under lockdown and couldn't really leave our homes except for absolute necessities you're still waiting to get home you know you still are you know your anything is better than what you had to deal with outside mm-hmm. even though it was the same old four walls inside and to even be looking forward to going back to the same old monotony mm-hmm. in, in uh, speaks volumes mm-hmm. but yeah for sure yeah I, I do definitely agree with that i, I know a lot of people are like yeah hey, we get i get to work in my office again i'm like Cool. I mean, because I got tired. Of people tired. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, like, I know people are tired of like working at home because it's like, man, I'm just sitting at a desk all day. But at least I'm at home, so I'm like, yeah, at least you got some slightly different. At least you can do more stuff than when you're at an office. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because like, yeah, I've I've worked from home for a while now before the pandemic. Well, I travel when I need to, and. Um, I've known people that, you know, that are kind of in my field and people I'm friends with that, you know, either their marriages got destroyed or they hate their kids now because they weren't able to leave the damn room (laughs) and their kids were constantly on them. And, you know, it just created all this enmity and all this problems between them. And I'm like, luckily, we get along great. Yeah. Well, (laughs) um, we didn't kill each other. Yeah, well. I was furloughed for like, I guess like a month. And then went back to work. And the only time we fight is when it's with about the band. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've witnessed a lot of those. <laughs> a lot of creative differences, but I feel like it. In the end, it works out for the best because we usually come to like some kind of middle agreement. And the and the, the product is always is always good. It's always a good end result. So I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> At each other's throats for that like couple minutes and then. <laughs> All right, cool. Now we're good. Well, in the end, it's all uh, the opposite. Uh, we're not, you know, putting out stuff that I just want to or that Sarah democracy. just wants to. Democracy? That's it. Yeah, I that's it. I'm an idiot. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, we make sure that the entire band likes it. It's something that we all want to put out. It's not just one person driving the, uh, the car, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Granted, for safety reasons, only one person should ever drive the vehicle, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nice disclaimer you put in there. <laughs> yeah, next no, thing like, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Super Cold Radio really promotes two people driving in the same seat. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely don't want definitely don't want that. Even though I, I remember uh, my one friend took like driving classes, like the the instructor, he had to drive his car, like he had a brake on the passenger side. So if he didn't like what you were doing, he would just hit the brake. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I feel like that is a very smart feature to have when you're teaching kids how to drive. I'm betting the first that time I ever took off in a car, I went out of my street and almost into a stop sign. So I can say, thankfully, they have those break, those second breaks, because I had no idea what I was doing. I think I think my girlfriend wants to have that installed in my car for when she's in the car <laughs> break whenever she doesn't know what's happening. She thinks I drive uh, like a maniac. I don't. I'm a very safe driver, but you know, she would like to have that little break in my car. I bet. <laughs> Until someone gets it, you're a very safe driver. Until someone gets in the car, and you're like, "Holy shit!" No, I'm safe. I always look. I, you know, I, I'm very. You always look. I sometimes. I mean, like you know, like when I'm changing lanes or whatever. I, I always I, have my eyes open, but I don't pay attention. I don't look left or right, and I just floor everything. Understand? I've seen people change lanes, and they're just like, "Oh, good luck, everybody!" And they just like whatever. I mean, that's just New Jersey. Oh, that's just that's a Jersey thing. All right, I got you. Yeah, what do they call it? The Jersey. The shuffle? Jersey slide. Oh. <laughs> you just go across three yeah. lanes of a highway without uh without signaling or anything like that. <laughs> Jersey slide. I've been in the car with friends who've done that. Before. I've done it. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit to being yeah. an asshole on the road sometimes. I, yeah, I've been in the car with people who've done that, and I've been a little bit like, what, what, "What's happening right now? Am I gonna live? I don't know." It's kind of funny because in the heat of the moment, you're like, "Screw it! I need to get over." And then you're like, what did I just do? <laughs> I, you know, I, I did something like that only once. And it was like at 10 o'clock at night. So there wasn't that many people on the road. Thank goodness I was on the highway. And a spider decided to lower itself. <laughs> and you guys know how I feel about insects. So naturally, I was like, oh, shit. And I swerved but without even looking. I could have died. I could have killed someone. Thank God that no one was on the road with me at that moment. But uh, that was so scary. And then when I stopped on the shoulder, I was like, wait, what did I just do? Oh, my God. <laughs> It was a bad situation, but I panicked, and it was like it was just like a natural reaction. Well, that's what she yeah, would do like, if she panicked bump in her car. She'd immediately find a way to pull if over. If there was a cockroach or something, forget about it. Yeah, well, I have like I have somewhere insects, so I couldn't have that on my body. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, it's a, it's a nice realization. Oh, what did I do? I just committed like four traffic violations. Yeah, oh, really. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, well, luckily nobody saw you. Nobody, no, thank goodness. And I mean, like, you know, maybe I should have admitted that on the radio, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, kind of a funny, quick story. When I was, I was a stupid kid at seventeen. My brother and I had just got my license, and uh, we went out. And you know, you talk about traffic violations for something stupid. Uh, we went out for White Castle. That's kind of like, a, let's go celebrate. And I'm driving down uh, Route 17. It's a highway in New Jersey. Um, and it's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. And I don't know where I am. I know the vicinity of the place. I know, <laughs> I know I'm in the vicinity of the place. But uh, it's also a crowded highway. Maybe not as much at 11 p.m. But... I'm in the vicinity and I'm like, oh, there it is. And all of a sudden I just stop and reverse on the highway <laughs> and pull into the White Castle. I was 17. I'm going back a long time now. But <laughs> that was one of the dumbest things I ever did. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know what the U-turn is. I'm just going to go straight to the White Castle. That's that's how you do it. 
I, I did that on Route 21 once where I just backed up and, and like, as I was getting on it on the exit in Belleville and it was like one o'clock in the morning and th- there had just been a huge accident and it, the whole highway was blocked off. So I, and I just got on. So I was like, uh, no, no thanks. And I just kind of like backed up out of the ramp. <laughs> there was no one talking, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but like on 21, that's a pretty, pretty. Yeah. The people go like 95 but, down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, go to merge on and go. You know what? No, no. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the wall of cars, and I saw like the the, the accident it wasn't that far in front of, ahead of the uh, the entrance. So I just kind of noped out of that as well. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, I, I was on a highway like I, I was like five minutes from home, and uh, there's like a huge accident. And it got shut. It got, like, everything got shut down, and like there was construction, so there was only one lane anyway. So like you can't pass anyway. So like. Everyone just started turning around on the highway and going back up the ramp. So I was like, well, I'm not staying here for this. So I'll just do it. At that point, you might as well call the herd, right? You know, yeah, screw it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that nice, nice sidebar about traffic violations. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right? laughs> All right. So getting back on time. So the music video for Over It. Uh, I thought I thought it was really well done, especially like the the intro talking about uh, like you know, you know real events, alien abduction. I thought it was really cool. Uh, so, how was it uh, filming the music video for Over It? It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. It was definitely very different than our other videos. Um. Yeah, the first thing we said was no performance. Well, performance videos are fun. You know, they're overdone. Granted, they're the standard and they're the standard for a reason, but I figured, you know, if we could do something that, you know, kind of fits the song and kind of is also comedic at the same time Mm -hmm. and brings kind of a a different layer to it, uh, then definitely, you know, let's take it and run with it. And um, we hired uh, Jake Jake from from Fall the House Productions. You can say it, that's fine. Yeah, we so we work with Jake Salazar. If anybody's curious, um, and it was it was a great experience. We we he showed up with a, I mean we we had the locations and he showed up with all kinds of uh, you know this big you know script and scene list and mm-hmm. well, you know everything was accounted for. So he, he made sure we didn't miss anything. Was checking it off until you know as he went, mm-hmm. and you know not to speak ill of any other videos we have, because we love, you know, the people we've worked with on past videos, but, you know, that's, you know, we have an idea from it, and we you kind of scope it out, you know, budgets aren't super high, and yeah. we, we go, we have the idea, we go along as, you know, we, we work with what we have, and here we kind of went out of our, you know, especially, you know, Jake really went out of his way to, you know, make sure everything was uh, totally cohesive, especially because mm-hmm. you couldn't just say, oops, we forgot that. Here's some guitar, and, you know, yeah. and, you know to, to cover it up with. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like when you have no performance at all. I mean, like, you kind you of sing sure through that, it, sort of. But yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, I mean, you have to make sure that everything fits together and makes sense. Yeah, and this was the first time that uh, I don't know about you, uh, about you guys, but I know that this was the first time that I had to actually sort of act in a video. Because like <laughs> at this point, it was we were yeah. doing the performance, and then and then the, the actors and actresses would be doing the the um the, yeah. the story was. But this time, we were part of the story, so I had to make faces at the camera. I had to try and you know pretend to be a certain way, and, and it was like really, it was a lot of fun. It was a new experience. Uh, I like performance videos, but I thought this was just like a new thing to to uh 
to try out. And I thought that it that, like the end result was excellent. I thought um, the the story was great. The, um, the the people that we worked with were excellent. Our our volunteers were crazy talented and awesome. So yeah, just a lot. Yeah. Of also, rope burn. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We definitely so, had ligature marks from getting well, tied up with rope. So Lisa's we we brought Lisa's friend in. I don't know if Lisa wants to name her, but. We brought her friend in. She plays one of the aliens. And um, and also she plays my boss in the Oh in yes, the yeah, she scenes. plays your boss. Yeah. yeah. And um she she was watching us try to tie each other up with this rope and she's like, No, 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 no. And she came in and she's just like, Ugh! I'm like, Oh god damn, yeah, that hurts. That's, that's Sasha. <laughs> So I, I actually I have a picture like when I got out of the you know the chair and I got untied and there's there there were literally ligature marks up and down my wrists <laughs> and arms. Uh, you know, I'm struggling and also sitting in a chair for an hour. Yeah. You know, tied to a chair because that was, it was kind of funny because they started tying me up at the tail end of when he was you know setting up the lights and the camera backdrop whatever. And I think there was a couple things that they didn't quite set up yet, so I was just sitting there for a long time. I was the first to go in the in the chair, and I was just sitting there going. Guys, what's going on? It's starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> and then they finally start recording, and they're like, "And struggle." I'm like, "It already hurts. Come on." Yeah, that that I mean, I think it's okay to name her. That's uh, my friend Sasha, and she uh, she doesn't play around. She <laughs> she will. yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah. She's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was uh, she was um, she was really great to work with too. Though I thought she did a good job. She was yeah, no, she was she was awesome. She was like very enthusiastic about yeah. being there, being in the video, and like she was like all about it, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looked it looked all the scenes like the whole like story as you said. There's continuity with everything, everything, and especially like since you're doing like a non-performance music video, it has to tell a good story, and that's what I really enjoyed about it, was the story being told in the music video. And also, you got to make it look legit. So that's why I actually be uh, actually really tied up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the scene I really liked was um, uh, Sarah. You're pulling in your car, and like you see a map behind you, but then like they pull the map down, and it's two aliens. Yeah. That, that had me laughing so hard at that. <laughs> I didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah, the lyric, uh, hoping that I hope to get taken by aliens, and then they just like kind of notice and pay attention and. Yeah, that's the story of how I got abducted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really cool. I'm going to leave a link to that in the description. I definitely highly recommend it. Everyone check it out. It's a very well done music video. I really like the, and the, the music, uh, everything. It just it just blends very well together with everything. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. It's kind of fun. I was talking to uh, I don't know if you Delusions of Grandeur uh, from Pennsylvania. They were talking yes. about yeah, they did a, a music video. I think it was The Wolf, I want to say. And we were talking about it that they, they were so nervous because, like, they don't act. Like, they're like, we just play bass or we play drums or whatever. So now we have to act in a music video. And, like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, like, awkward at first. It's, like, it helps if you have somebody giving you direction through those kind of things. Um, and I have to say that Jake was very good with that. Yeah, he was actually. He was really good with that, and he was um, patient as well, which uh, which I appreciate. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, having uh, someone on set to actually like, help you through it, especially if like you're not used to acting and uh, like you know actually like 
it, it's easy to play yourself on stage because obviously it's you, but like having to act in a music video with like obviously with other scenes, you know, mm -hmm. tying to it, it's it is different. It's a very different experience. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, having somebody that's there that can see through the lens of their camera, knowing what it's going to look like in post, telling you what you should do to help it mm -hmm. along, you know, and what would look good really does help having somebody with that kind of experience. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It, yeah, that definitely helps. It makes it makes everything look better, especially like since he's actually filming it and editing it. He knows what to look for and what to yeah. do. Yeah. Which that helps. That was the thing we were definitely impressed with most. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with winging it. God knows we've done it plenty of times. We have some pretty powerful videos, I think. But, you know, it was really kind of cool to see this whole rigid structure that we, you know, kind of dealt with when shooting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And again, I'll leave a link for the description. Definitely check it out. It's also coming up very soon. You guys will be performing at Blue Ridge Rock Festival coming up uh, very soon. So how does it feel to be part of that awesome festival? Uh, we're super excited. There's so many great bands on the lineup, and it's going to be an awesome four days that we've really been looking forward to for a while, especially since during the pandemic, we weren't able to go to any concerts at all or play live at all. So this is like really making up for it, I feel like. Also, I haven't had a real day off. In a, oh, I've had a day off, but I haven't had a vacation or much time off to do anything in the entire year. So I just need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So this is like also like a, a mini vacation, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I know. Me and my friend are going to go down and we're going to camp out mm -hmm. uh, in the mountains <laughs> in Virginia. And, and, and you know, I, I hear it's supposed to be absolutely beautiful. And I haven't, I, I, I love camping and I haven't been able to do it for, what like i think two years coming up at this point so i'm excited about it I'm excited. well it's hilarious is because yeah, blue ridge has camping but you yeah, and your friend I, are gonna go to a random yeah. place in the woods and camp somewhere yeah yeah but it's gonna be amazing you know and it's not gonna be crowded exactly I mean, that's 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 hard. if you get abducted before we play though i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I've I've seen lots of movies where that does happen, so I'm I'm not making any promises, but I'm gonna cross my fingers. Or eaten by a bear. Try to avoid the bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm with I'm with Boris, and he's um he's uh in the army, and he knows how to throw down. So I feel like he'll protect. <laughs> Either that or he'll throw me and run. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is survival. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, uh, he'll just wrestle a bear. It'll be cool. No worries. Uh, no, I've, I've, uh, I've seen him take a thing, so who knows? We'll see what happens. I, th I think I'll be all right. <laughs> see him suplexing a bear. I can eat it. Can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I mean, but you, you get to avoid everybody if you can't buy, like, you know, uh, at a different place because everyone's going to be camping. You'll be next to a bunch of people. So I can see camping with, like, no one around. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wonder, there's got to be some people, though, going to the same area that you guys oh, are. I imagine sure you'll meet some people. It's, it's about an hour away from the uh, from the venue. so I imagine Oh, really? It's not far? Yeah, okay. yeah but I mean, like, if, if you think about it, like, we, we're not going to be going to the festival every day. Um, so it's, it's like a nice distance. It's not that far. It's not that mm -hmm. close, you know. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm also really, really, really excited to actually to, to play the festival. I've never yeah. I've never been involved in something that's this big of a deal, you know. Like I've 
played uh, on decent sized stages, but like never this magnitude. You know, it's mostly been like bars and uh, and bigger show venues, but never like a huge festival where there are national acts. It's just gonna be really exciting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bands to check out too. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be like entertainment everywhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. For it, it's gonna be it's a huge music festival. Bun, as you said, bunch of huge national uh, acts there. Plus, like some you know, obviously some you know uh, regional and local and everything. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's a huge uh, festival. So it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna make it. But uh, definitely, it definitely sounds like a good time. Oh, there's always next time. <laughs> yes, there's always next year. Unless I get abducted by aliens too. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could happen to anybody. It could happen. I wonder how big 2022 is going to be. If 2021 is this big at Blue Ridge, it's going to probably be a pretty killer festival, too. They might as well make it a week. I mean, four days. Just yeah. Yeah, screw it. Yeah. Why not go big? Seven day passes. That means a seven day. I would be dead after that. <laughs> I mean, I think the most I did was like Rock on the Range out in Ohio, and that was like three days, I think, when I've been there. And I was dead after that. This is four, and I'm, you know, I go to Comic Con every year, and that's not anything like a festival. That's just a bunch of, you know, sweaty people in the Javits Center in New York. And uh, but yeah, it, it's it's amazing. But that's just you're standing around walking in an air conditioned venue. Well, I guess that now it's between many venues, but. You know, and that after Sunday on that, I'm dead. I can't imagine what yeah. I'm gonna feel like driving home or back from you know the festival. But I can't move. <laughs> I, I feel I, so old because yeah, it's so like the <laughs> same thing after I come back. My neck will be stiff. You know, <laughs> I won't be able to turn to see the rearview mirrors <laughs> or the side view mirrors. God, if I can't see the rearview mirror, that's bad. It's like right there. Mm -hmm. So. Just commit some traffic violations like we talked about. You'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. Though I think in Virginia, they're a little more strict with their traffic violations. So try to yeah, stay. Yeah, from what I hear, like, you got to make sure that you're following the speed limit at all times because they will pull you over. Yeah, the reckless driving is a little um, tolerant. Um, they have a zero threshold. Yeah. Well, zero tolerance, but their, their yeah. threshold is lower than most states. Oh, wow. So I think it's like 85 there, while most states are like 25 miles over the speed limit, which could be like 95 in some places. I didn't know. I learned everything new about the so If I'm in Virginia, I definitely have to follow the uh, uh, all, all the driving laws. And definitely I don't speed like I normally do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we hear from the locals. So good to know beforehand. I mean, yeah. anytime we drive someplace, I guess it, uh, being from the New Jersey, New York area, we whether I, I mean, from you always see that they pull out over, um, pull over out of state. The cops pull out over ugh. the it cops pull over out of state vehicles. <laughs> and yeah. I guess we grow up knowing that you know we have a bad reputation in New Jersey and New York and this area. This whole area does that, you know. Just always, you know, stay the speed limit. Always drive normally when you're outside of New Jersey. When you're in, who cares? You know, the cops, you'll deal with them if they pull you over. It is what it is. But outside, it's like, nope. So it, it makes no sense because New Jersey has a uh, a two-point reciprocity law. 
So, like, I can get an eight-point violation in Virginia. Granted, I can go to jail in Virginia, so I'm still not recommending you do this if you live here mm -hmm. and you don't know this. But I can only get two points on my license from, like, a six-point defense. Yeah. So that's kind of their reciprocity with the rest of the U.S., where I think we're, like, the, one of the only states that has that law, too. But um, but yet, yet at the same time, we could go to jail and get six point of our license uh, on our licenses well, from reckless driving in New Jersey, but yet we're here and we're like, screw it, let's go. Six <laughs> points they take away your license, right? I think it's twelve. I don't know. We need to go back to. I mean, granted, I haven't school. looked at that since I was like what sixteen driver's and test. I had to take my driver's test. Yeah. Uh, I live in Indiana. I don't really know too much. Like we, they just in, uh, introduced the points policy. I have no idea what any of the rules are really for anything. Um, <laughs> but I, I do know, like I'm like two hours from Chicago, and I, you can tell like as soon as you get close to like to the Illinois border, the speed limit is 55. If you're doing 55, you're too slow. Uh, yeah. it's, really, it's like 70 or 80 is like the normal speed limit there on the on the highway. It's funny because yeah, we drive through Indiana. We always we always notice that usually there's somebody like because I have family in Chicago we toured in that area. There's always somebody from New Jersey pulled over somewhere, and I was one of those people at one point too. But I always <laughs> noticed that right over the Indiana and um, Illinois border, there's always a bunch of police waiting to pull people over. Yeah, yeah, no, there there, there definitely is. I, I drove uh, to the new Hard Rock Casino, which is like two miles from the border. And I could tell mm -hmm. I was getting close to the border because of everyone started driving way faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I don't like driving in Chicago very often. It is I don't recommend it. It's just not fun at all. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of traffic too. Oh my god. Yeah, but anyway, so I, uh, I'll be wrapping up this interview. I got a few more things to discuss before we do that. Uh, so fun question to wrap this up. So what music have you guys been listening to this week? This week? Hmm. That might not be the best uh, oh. question to ask because we just released a single and a video for that single. <laughs> I would say the single. song more time just making sure it uploaded right or, you know, it was on Spotify and, you know, the master didn't come out like crap in comparison or the mix rather than mix and master. Does you know sounds like sounds okay on every single platform it's on. So I've been listening to a lot of over it lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, our friends in a band called Pyrotechnica, they released a new single called Dynamite, which is really cool. Gemini um, Syndrome. And yes. The new Gemini Syndrome song is really awesome. All, every We've been song listening really to that song. Yeah. And Bad Flower. I love Bad Flower. Yeah, yeah. They've been releasing new material, much like Gemini Syndrome, kind of like a song. You know, for the past, you know, seven months, they've been, however long it's been, releasing like a song. And a few weeks later, another song, another song, all leading up to an album. Yeah, they've been, been kind of releasing awesome. a lot of singles lately. Yeah. Bad Flower. Yeah. We're definitely looking forward to seeing them at Blue Ridge. And Gemini Syndrome, too. They're going to be there. Yeah, they're going to be there. Yeah, she just saw when we yeah. were we were uh, filming the video, um, what was the uh, assistant's name? Do you remember, Andrew? Don. Don. So he was wearing this uh, T-shirt club with a band called uh, Motionless and White that I had never heard of. Um, apparently, they're pretty well known. 
I didn't know who they were. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 huge, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Behind the times is fine. But it was but but it was a really cool t-shirt. And I was like, as I was at I was talking to John about it and he uh turned me on to some albums so I bought them and I was listening to them and and I am in love now like they're like um they're really good I love how they just sound so different from one minute of a song to the next Uh I like I love that kind of eclectic like all over the place sound and uh and so I was like really turned on to that so uh so I've, I've been listening to a lot of them over the past couple of weeks um, also, to be honest, I mean, with you, Lisa, I love you, but I can tell you anything that happened since 1997. You're like, really? <laughs> Who is that? that? I've never that, heard of them right, before. Right. They it, sold 400 it, million. Really? Yes. <laughs> I li- well, I listen to different. I listen like, like mostly. I listen to like uh, like a lot of punk and death rock. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I like. I listen to to metal and rock and 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 things like that, but. Yeah, like put it this way, I just got into Lincoln Park like what four years ago, mm-hmm. and they yeah, so like less of like, the exactly you've always that. been like into less of the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I and I when I was younger, I was a bit of a music snob, so I didn't I didn't give things uh in the mainstream a, ch- a fair chance, and now I am, and I'm like, you know what? I was stupid all these years. Uh, this is great music, so now I'm kind of like getting into the newer or more more uh, more mainstream stuff. So um. You know, I still love my punk. I still love my death rock, but I'm trying to open up. A <laughs> but yeah, so 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 motionless and white has been a, a big one for me in the last couple of weeks. And uh, a friend of mine just just introduced me to Sleeping with Sirens, who I've never heard of before either. And oh been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I dig them. I'm gonna have to get a couple of their albums. You know, so. Yeah, I actually just started listening to Sleeping with, uh, Sleeping with Sirens uh, recently too, and uh, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed. I'd never heard of them. Um, so I, uh, I, I mean, I love, I love listening to new music that I've never heard of before. And, uh, a lot of the times it's mostly me on the internet, just searching through like genres that I'm used to listening to. But now like, you know, when I have a friend or, or, or whatever, someone that I meet who's showing me music and genres that I'm not really that involved in, it's always, it's always a little bit more fun. Cause it's like, Oh, this is like something totally new, you know? <laughs> so. I'm yeah, I, I feel like anytime anyone like sends me music, it's like, how have I not heard of you before? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's just so much great music out there. It's really Especially hard the to advent of how more technology is now. Yeah. It's hard to keep up, it really is. I remember back in like the MySpace days, I was able to like have a good time just looking up different ba- new bands, just trying to find new music. Because I guess when MySpace, I mean home recording existed, but for the most part, it sounded like trash. <laughs> uh, unless you knew exactly what you're doing, it had the space, or you know, I mean, things like, you know, guitar, you know, guitar sims now, mm-hmm. like actually sound like legit yeah, it's amps. Crazy. And it's crazy. What that, you can do I remember that. how they sounded back, you know, when MySpace existed, and nothing like it. You couldn't disguise it. You know, if you did something at home and you didn't know how to do it right. It sounded like it, and I guess that also made the uh, the point of entry a little higher. Uh, which uh, you know, there was so finding you, you were able to find a lot of bands because there weren't as many to pick from, which is good and bad. You know, it, it causes oversaturation, and you know, you can go into 
10 hour long conversation on the nature of the music industry today and labels and how many bands there are and, you know, how we promote on Facebook and, you know, how you get, how you, social media in general uh, and advertising now is totally different than what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing is really organic anymore. Not much is. Yeah, I feel like the music industry is just so oversaturated now that, like, a lot of good music gets overlooked. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with unfortunate. that. It, it is. And what I've kind of noticed is, like, if one band is, like, successful, then, like, you see, like, four or five other bands try to copy that sound, too. Because, like, oh, <laughs> they're successful, so we'll do just, like, what they do. And, yeah. Uh, and that's why I kind of, I mean, I do listen to some mainstream stuff. I do love it. But like, also I try to find bands who are kind of not in the mainstream that I can still enjoy. Cause then like they get on their own thing and trying to carve their own niche and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it yeah, I have a balance with stuff. Like, uh, like I really like motionless and white. I saw them open for a uh, hailstorm and Alice Cooper. So like oh, that nice. was an awesome show. That's so cool. Yeah, like they're they're really they're really cool. They're really awesome, and especially like I really like their the latest album, Disguise, and like the one before that, Graveyard Shift, because I think it's like some of their like their best work in my opinion. Yeah, and their whole aesthetic is so cool too. Like everything about them, like their look, their merchandise always looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, and what was funny is Chris. Uh, it, I was we were at outdoor amphitheater in I think Indy. Yeah, in Indy, Indianapolis. And it was like, it, it was summertime. It was probably like 70 degrees, and he's wearing a Freddy Krueger uh, sweater. I <laughs> 70 degrees weather. I have a friend who actually uh, is awesome. from the area that they're from in Pennsylvania. And he even said, like, he's seen him out in public, like, way in the past in that kind of getup. Oh, like really? at Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> That, that that's even more that's wild. Like, hey, I, I guess they're committed and whatever works for you, you know? Listen, I have a Freddy Krueger sweater and I wear it. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like something that Lisa would be doing. <laughs> it is not a Halloween outfit. It is a sweater. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like. but just I mean, a sweater. Just Does a sweater. the mask and fingers <laughs> come with it too? What was that? I said, does the mask and fingers come with the sweater, too? Uh, no, but I do have the fingers. I, I would wear that out as well if I was so inclined. You should wear them when you play bass. That would be kind of funny. Uh, that might it's be a different the- kind of pick. <laughs> might be a little difficult because it's the left hand, so it's the... Uh, it's Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to pull yeah, that. You wouldn't be able to finger yeah. the bass. No, but not at all. It'd be kind of like this interesting, you know... Mix between fingering and it wouldn't be uh you wouldn't be able to hear articulated notes. You would definitely hear some kind of funky Just sound. <laughs> yeah. The, but the it looks cool. Cares, it so. would be like slap flood. Slap flood. Slap uh, I can't talk. <laughs> Flub. Flub. That's the word. I need to learn to speak again. It's okay. Uh, well, okay. I, well, just real quick, and then I'm going to wrap up this interview for real. Uh, but it's, it's kind of funny you talk about punk music. I'm actually, I just, uh, I, I really like punk music as well. I just started getting back into listening to it regularly because I'm covering a punk show coming up here in like two weeks. So, awesome. nice. so I've been listening to like Rollins Band, Agent Orange, Black Flag, like all right. that like old school like punk music. So nice. that's what I've been doing this week. All right, rock on. 
Are you a Rancid fan too? Yes, I have all their albums actually. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, that that and uh, what I really like, like I don't know if you've heard of the uh, the Interrupters because I know Tim Timebomb works with them. Uh, uh -huh. They're they're, like, they're really cool because it reminds me of like uh, they're a female fronted like Rancid pretty much, and that's what I like about them. Yeah, yeah, I've heard them before. I think I just really neat stuff. heard of that. They do that. Uh, what's their what thing? The Interrupters. Oh, okay. That yeah. single that just came that that they that they're they're I can't remember the name of the song. Crap, it's gonna piss me off now. I don't remember the name of it, but they have this one single out that I I got my niece to learn on bass, because uh, I like showing her uh, female fronted um, bands just so she, you know, can uh, can like get out of that that idea that you know only there's only dudes in rock or whatever, um, yeah. and she's learning bass. So I I try to get her into into uh, female fronted bands, and um, I think it's the Interrupters that I'm thinking about. Uh, they they do a lot of a lot of uh, work with Rancid, right? Yep. Yeah. They, yeah. They, and I got her to learn. The, uh, she's kerosene. Is that? Yes. The, yes, that's the one. She's kerosene. I got my niece to learn that song. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's rock and roll. And, I, and I, ju roll. I just found out about them like by accident, listening to to Google Play. It came up on a on a on a playlist, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is excellent, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they, they just released a live album, I think, like last month, and I, I picked it up. And like, it, it sounds really good. I haven't seen them because uh, obviously it's 2020, but uh, I, I would love to see them. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm, I'm going to wrap up this interview for real. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I'm hanging with you, hanging out with you guys. Yeah, you uh, support and give a like to Orin. Check out the music video over it. I'll leave a link for that in the description. But how are you guys going to close out 2021 and looking into 2022? So we have a few more shows left. We have we're playing Blue Ridge, and then we're going to be in Hamden, Connecticut, and Altoona, Pennsylvania, in September. And then we'll just be like behind the scenes for the rest of the year, writing and just getting some new music out to you guys. And yeah, yeah. As COVID ramps up again. You know, things kind of look hairy, especially in this neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. So we didn't book anything. You know, for the rest of the year. The rest but, of the year, mm -hmm. and we're looking to a brighter next year. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm going. You know, we're going to Paris next year, so I hope it's a brighter next yes. year. Yes, yes. Let's hope. We'll see. I'm actually going I'm to see Carnival in Paris, so hopefully. <laughs> I, I hope that works out for you guys. I really do. Yeah, so I'll be crossing my fingers. Guys, also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope. Yeah. So. All you can do is hope for a better uh, 2022, and I really hope it happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Hopefully. And we'll definitely be back out on the road in 2022 and all that fun stuff. Right on. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Well, I look forward to Obviously, you guys got Blue Ridge coming up, some other shows as well. So if, if you're going to Blue Ridge, definitely check out and say hi to these people because they're awesome. I had a great time chatting with them. Yeah, yeah thank you. Awesome, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. For Sarah, Andrew, and Lisa of Oren, I am Matthew Thomas, the host of Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for watching. Stay frosty. Yeah, yeah. You take care.